Welcome to Porch Talk, Porch Talk, the podcast about all sports, no porch. I'm Eric. Ezra, Rock Road Elementary, class of 06, valedictorian. Glad to have you back, bud. I doubt people love listening to me talk for like 15 straight minutes about football and then other shit that I talk about when you're not normally here. Yeah, I was ready, I was ready to get this thing right this week, you know. After tomorrow at 11, well, noonish, I am free until next Wednesday. That's massive for you. God damn. Yeah, I'm going crazy. What the fuck? How did you get that much time off? Uh, bereavement. Oh, uh, so you're delayed bereavement. <laughs> yeah, and I don't use, uh, I don't work Saturdays anymore since I make my OM, even though I still pretty much have to. But I told him, like, this week do not hit me for nothing. So I'm going to use Friday, Monday, and Tuesday all for bereavement. So, and then I'm going to just take off early tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. I told these niggas. <laughs> Three months straight. Three and a half months straight. I worked six and a half days a week every day for like 15 plus hours some days. Mm-mm. There was nothing they could do to check this. Yeah, man. And then, a little quick before sports story, my <laughs> OM had a, had somebody, a friend die. And oh, I was no. like, in my head, I was not trying to be that person. And like, she was really tore up. People grieve differently. But uh, when she was talking about it, like, I know it's not rational, but I wanted to be like, hey, yo, like, cut it out. Like, get a grip. <laughs> My dad died. I worked that day. I worked the next day. I worked for three straight months. I worked the morning of his funeral. Like, get a grip. Uh, yeah. If you do, people don't know, it just, Ezra just works nonstop all the time. Not by choice. Very much not by choice. Oh, hell no. It ain't by choice. While you've been gone, there's not a lot that's been happening, but I've decided that I'm retiring Colorado talk for this year. Colorado's just there. They had a little run, but it's done, and I'm not going to waste my time talking about them any longer. Oh, I agree. Yeah, they're going to be like 500 at best. Yeah. So let's get into our first topic, which is now going to be Falcons talk. Uh, the Falcons lost to the Vikings 31-28. You guys ran into Josh Jobs, who is just on an incredible run this year, and you know, he he had a last-second drive to win it all. Josh Dobbs is a dog. Got to pay that man. Um, I think he's been able to put together a Geno-esque type year. He was doing well for the Cardinals, a very bad team. I think he'll do, be able to do a little better for the Vikings, especially now that they get Jet back. Um, I think he's got a chance to showcase why he can get paid and they can move on from Kirk Cousins. Um, us as a team, the Falcons, we're trashed. Uh, <laughs> I thought Heineke was doing all right at first. Um, Bijan's not Bijaning like he was at the beginning of the year. Altogether, our team is just bad still. Um, we need a quarterback. We need better line play. Defense ain't great. Um, there's just a lot of holes. Like, we're not. The worst part about it is we'll probably still make the playoffs because, like, the NFC South is bad. Yeah, guys, you're four and five, and you're a second in the NFC South rankings. Yeah, so that's going to be tough. Um, for whatever reason, we'll be too far removed to get a quarterback, and it doesn't seem like they want to get a quarterback. And then I'd hate to get a mid-draft pick that we've got to, like, then use on. We can't go skill anymore right now because mm-hmm. we've gone Drake London. We've gone Kyle Pitts. We've gone Bijan. Like, we need some O-line, D-line, even though they're not, like, fun picks. That's what we need right now if we're not going to take a quarterback. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be in the position to take, like, at least – one of the top tier quarterbacks, because like you said, you guys are playing good enough that you're probably going to end 500 and that does not help you. Yeah, no, no, no. 
Uh, I do think it was funny that when I, I think I, I've been trying to write down notes to keep things like more fresh, especially when I was doing it by myself for those two weeks. My first line for this game was Josh Dobbs is a dog. And that's the first thing you said about him. too. Oh yeah. Like it's, he's a dog. I think he was what he drafted to the Steelers, right? Yeah. He was like a backup for the Steelers for a while. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good organization to begin with. Everybody knows he's smart. He's like what a fucking aerospace engineer. Yeah. To do that while playing football is like a crazy degree to have come out of Tennessee with. He's showing he's starting to he's starting to put it together. He was good at Tennessee. It's an SEC school. They play real competition. He's had a chance to showcase himself now. He never really got that anywhere else. I think he's done a good job for himself so far. Yeah, I mean he was carrying the Cardinals to like a decent like they were they were losing games which was just like they were super close the whole time and then when he it was like one random week they were like oh we're going with someone else it's like that's fucking weird and then he got traded and I was like all right that makes a lot more sense now oh yeah his market was too high stock was up um you spoke about Bijan I want to ask you because I saw this going around and I wanted to get your opinion on it it was the Falcons just forced to fumble and return to the Vikings young one the one yard line and the play was first and goal, uh, false start. First and goal, pass to Johnny Smith. Second and goal, end around to Johnny Smith, which I think is weird. Third and goal, handoff Tyler Azier. Bijan Robinson was off the field for every snap. I, what are you guys doing with Bijan, dude? I don't think they know what we're doing with Bijan. For whatever reason, it's like the off. He's dumb. Um, it's like the offensive coordinator, or I don't know if it's Arthur Smith making the calls. For whatever reason, they think that like they've got to do right by. Uh, Algier. Yeah, Algier for whatever reason. When you drafted Bijan, I think you made the conscious decision to fuck Algier. Mm-hmm. So you can't make everybody in that backfield happy. And I think you've got it. We don't have a feed the high hand situation. You've got a premier back sitting in your lap. You need to feed Bijan. That needs to be the end of it. I don't care if he gets eight carries and has three yards. You feed him 15, he's going to end up with 55. Yeah. I mean, they're literally splitting carries. Like, Bijan had 11 for 51. Algier had 12 for 39 and a touchdown. But it's like, like you said, you you invested such high capital. But it, it's just like a constant theme of the Falcons. Like, you get Drake London, you're not really feeding him. Kyle Pitts, not really feeding him. I mean, the fact that John Smith had a big touchdown, so I'm not going to count this, but the fact that he was your leading receiver for five for 100, I mean, you take away the 60-yarder, he was four for 40, which is still not bad, but. I don't. I don't get it. I, my thing is, I don't think Arthur Smith makes it through the, through the season. I don't. It doesn't make any sense for him to. It, like you've seen enough. Nothing has changed. The Falcons have been like a five hundred team ever since that uh, Super Bowl run. Like they're just something needs to change, and Arthur Smith's not the guy who's going to make the change. Yeah, um, I would be fine with him getting fired. Like Ace had, uh, he sucks. So. <laughs> I think most of Atlanta's fans would be like, yes, please fire him. The problem is we're still too close. But I, I think this year, like, you can justify it at this point. You can be like, listen, we we gave you a bunch. You have more offensive weapons than half the teams in the league, and you still can't, like, get us there. You signed Jesse Bates, who's a dog. Like, there, there's enough going on. You guys traded for fucking Jeff Okuda for, like, a fucking day three pick, you know? Like, there, there's stuff. There's enough there where you guys should be better than what your record is. Yeah, it's a shame. Let's talk about the Eagles. They beat Dallas. I did not write down the score, but I think it was 28-23. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was like a five-point game, four or five. It was, it was way more stressful than it needed to be at the end. 
the offense wasn't good in the fourth quarter. Like I'm used to them. All right, they get a lead and then they're like go on a long 10, 15 play drive for like eight minutes to seal the game. There was just random thing. And this is like the second week in a row. I think Jalen Hurts has done this. It was like a third and three. I'm sure like 0 and 25. And he just like throws like a go ball to fucking AJ Brown. The ball's like out of bounds. I'm like, dude, what are we doing? Just hand the ball off. Swift, he at the worst, he gets you like one, maybe two yards, or just get stopped. But the, you keep the clock running, and if you're close enough, you can tush push it for a first down. Like I, sometimes Jalen Hurts just does shit where I'm like, I don't understand it. And then you punt the ball back. I don't know if it was they. I think they stopped him on that drive, and then they punted it away again. And the Cowboys like had a chance. They were at like the five at one point with like 30 seconds left. I needed no parts of that. I need them to figure it out. People are like trying to be all positive about it. Maybe I'm becoming like a Debbie Downer Eagles fan, but they're still not putting in complete games. Like it just yeah. feels weird. Like people are like, well, they're eight and one. It's like good. It's like, yeah, but it's it's not good. I mean, granted, I don't think there's really any teams that are, are wagons in the NFL right now, but they're definitely just not fully there. And I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, when people say that, I'm like, there's been a lot of like 14 and 2, 13 and 3 teams that got that lost the first round of the playoffs. Um, look at all those Chargers teams in the early 2000s. The Jets were teams like that. They're, the Cowboys, 14 and 2, I think they were 15 and 14 and 2, 13 and 3 one year, bounced the first round both times. Um, I think the Eagles might truly be putting together a like 14 and 3 season where they lose the first game. The only thing is there's not a lot of good, complete teams this year, so the playoffs are going to be like a – it's going to be the Wild West when it comes time to the playoffs. My question for you as an Eagles fan is what is wrong? What is missing? Because that team has stars. They've got weapons. Is the weakest link on that team the quarterback? No, it's definitely not the quarterback. The weakest, the weakest link, link by far team? is that back seven. They're linebackers and – they need to figure out slot corner because I like Eli Ricks, undrafted Alabama uh, rookie. He was getting cooked by C.D. Lamb. Him and Sidney Brown, another rookie out of Syracuse. I mean, th- so they need to figure out slot corner. Honestly, like Bradbury and Slay haven't been doing well. The whole back seven just in general has not been good on the defense. Yeah, but even if the back seven is like dog shit, they're holding a team to 20, a decent team to 23. Why are they only putting up 28? I don't, I don't know, man. I, here's my thing. Like, I honestly feel like Hertz has been playing better hurt than not because he had, they haven't been calling stupid run plays. So he's had to throw it more. And I feel like he's had a lot more success at like, dude, that ball to fucking Devonte Smith. He dropped that in a bucket for that touchdown. Okay. We're, <laughs> now we're praising guys for making decent throws. High school quarterbacks make that throw one every a hundred throws. <laughs> Uh, I think I think it's just honestly like I, I have a lot of beef with the defense. I it just it leaves so much to be desired because like you said, there's good players on that team, at least on the D line wise. Back seven, I think, has a lot of issues, but the offense has felt weird. I, I don't know if they can't get the run game going. I don't know if it's because they can't keep the ball to fucking Kenny Gainwell and not feeding Swift. I don't know if it's because people know Hurst is injured, so you don't have to respect that as much. It is weird though. The offense, the offense is just it's like, oh, one minute it's going, and next thing you know, it's like, dude, what are we doing with these play calls? Like, can we get the ball moving? Is Swift on a one-year deal? I don't know. Y'all paid 
AJ Brown when he came over, correct? Yeah, Bro. he's good. Uh, who, people you have to play pay this year, I think, is Devontae Smith and Landon Dickerson. And probably DJ and probably Swift. Because if I had to guess, I assume he probably came over on a one year. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you're right. I think he was on a four year. It's probably his last year. Yeah, he's a free agent after this year. Y'all don't have that much time left. Honestly, your year was last year. This might oh, be the down window to where maybe you pull it off. Kelsey's getting old. I I'm not gonna pretend to act like I know the rest of that line or care how they play. Don't know if that O line is good or bad. You probably have to capitalize on having Devontae on that rookie deal, Swift on that rookie deal, because there's not going to be enough money to go around for all of these players come next season. And like you said, they'll still need to make improvements on that defense. If it's not this year, it might get dark the next few years for you. Dude, I mean, when when I look back at it now, it just feels like it was such a missed opportunity last year. Like, it just – everything went well. The schedule was well. Everybody was healthy. And then you just blew it in the fucking Super Bowl, and like, that's why this year feels weird. And again, I think the whole NFL, the hell, the NFL as a whole feels weird this year. Like, no one's great, but it's like people are getting hurt. Like, you have these weird turnovers. Some of them are just stupid. Like, things just don't feel as good. And like, I don't know if I just feel like this way or like the team feels it, but it just doesn't feel as good as it did last year. Oh yeah, it's because they know they're toast. Yeah, I was there. I was once there. Um... <laughs> Super Bowl loss, it's hard to come back from that. It's very hard to come back from that. Um, yeah. We didn't make it. We did not come back. I've got a feeling you all as well will not come back. Before we get into our Week 9 recap, I wanted to give a quick shout-out to the sponsor of this week's episode, Zencaster. When we first started recording Porch Talk, we were using whatever rinky-dink setup we could, but we realized we needed to step our game up to a legit setup, and that's where Zencaster came in. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. If you've ever thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcast platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code PORCHTALK, no A as always, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same easy experience we do for all our podcasting contest needs. It's time to share your story. Now let's get back to the episode. The only thing is the NFL is weird. Let's talk. We can talk about week nine as we get into that. Because again, it was weird. Like, so we started out uh, Sunday morning. You had Kansas City. They beat Miami 21 to 14. That game was so weird. It also left just a lot to be desired. I was watching it and I was like, you know what? I didn't want to watch at 930 in the morning. Like a defensive battle. Like, just give me some points while we're doing this thing. I didn't even consider watching that. It was it was not great. The Chiefs, dude, I'm not gonna lie. The Chiefs might be what seven and two. That team needs offensive help desperately. I don't know why they didn't try to make a trade in the fucking before the trade deadline. Like, it's just weird, dude. I mean, Mahomes put up 185 passing yards. When has Mahomes ever done that? Didn't they get a Oh, no, they don't have. They got somebody. Didn't they, they traded for Michael Harmon, but he got three catches for 10 yards. Like, he's not really seeing the field like mm. that. Yeah. Because Vic Vangio and that Dolphins defense shut down Kelsey, three for 14. Like, he was just getting double-covered, bracketed. Like, he just never had a chance out there. 
And if you take Kelsey away, like, honestly, it seems like that might be kind of a blueprint. I don't know if every team can do that, but, like, I'm not worried about fucking Sky Moore or Noah Gray making a couple catches here. Yeah, they are not who they used to be. Like, they once had Tyreek Hill fucking Miko when he was really playing, Sammy Watkins. They used to have a squad out there. Yeah, I mean, even like, fucking, was fucking Juju was better than this. Yeah. Yeah, Juju's I think. To stay too. That also doesn't make a ton of sense. I think, I think the Chiefs went too far where they were like, we have Patrick Mahomes, like he can make anybody good. Kind of how like Brady could just take like any white guy who played lacrosse and make them a good wide receiver and get them paid. Issue is like Mahomes just really hasn't done that this year. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it's really weird. This one was, I was very excited for this game and then it just very quickly became very boring. Baltimore 37, Seattle 3. I'm not going to lie to you. The Ravens might be legit. That defense is kind of going insane as of late. Like, they're kind of a wagon right now, honestly. Defense is good, offense still trash. <laughs> I'm not going to let anybody. I won't let anybody perpetuate positive Lamar Jackson talk because for what, six years now? Five or six years, we've seen him do his thing during the offseason, do his thing during the offseason. In season, in season, in season. And then when the playoffs come, he done done exactly what I thought he would each and every time. Give it give it three months, and he's gonna be sitting in the same place we sitting. <laughs> All to have going what? 13 and 4? Maybe, maybe teams are talking about them as a Super Bowl contender. They'll be home after week one. Mark my words. I mean, their defense is good, dude. I think there's a stack going around that, like, their percentage, the defense's percentage of giving up a touchdown on any drive is, like, 8.7%, which is tied for, like, the 2000s Ravens team since, like, they've been keeping track of stats. Like, they're playing great, but they play the Browns this week, then the Bengals, and then the Chargers, Rams, Jags, 49ers, Dolphins, like, Lamar hasn't had to put up points really because his defense has been doing so good these last couple of weeks. But like you said, that you know you can't shut all these teams out. I doubt they're going to shut out the Bengals at the very least. So we'll see. You know if Lamar has to put up numbers, if he can do so, they could lose to all eight of those teams in a row. <laughs> Each and every one of those teams could beat the Ravens. God, you sound like such a hater. <laughs> Um, I don't really care about this game. I just want to put out there that the Raiders fired their fucking head coach, Josh McDaniels, and their GM, and suddenly they beat the Giants. I mean, Daniel Jones did tear his ACL, so it is what it is, but they did 130-6, to six, so there, there's that. Game of the week, at least what it should have been, I felt like it kind of disappointed. Um, Cincinnati 24, Buffalo 18. That game should have hit the over. They put up like 21 points in like the first three drives, and then it just kind of stalemated after that. Was that a Monday night? Uh, Sunday night. I'm super in bed by that time. I didn't even know who won the game until just now. Yeah. Joe Burrow, 31 for 44, two touchdowns. Josh Allen, 26 for 38. The Bills are 5-4. and four. I mean, they're kind of alternating wins and losses right now. It's The Bills feel weird. The Bengals, at least, like they're, they're getting on a roll now. I think they've won four in a row. But this kind of gets to our discussion earlier, like, there's no team that's like the clear number one in the NFL right now. And that's kind of really strange. Like 
you know, you can talk about the NFC where it's like the Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers, even though they're real shaky, Lions, like Raven or AFC, you're talking like Ravens, um, Bengals, Bills, maybe the Dolphins, like, but there's no one that's like, damn, watch out for them, the Chiefs. I do think the 49ers are going to get a little scarier. Uh, I, yeah, I think the 49ers are going to get a little scarier with that addition of Chase Young. Oh, I forgot about that. Cause they, they were on bye this week, so he's had like a week and then some to assimilate to the team. Uh, we can get into week 10 then, if you want to. Yeah, who we got this week? Okay. This is actually probably going to be an interesting one because C.J. Stroud has been balling out. We have the Texans at the Bengals, 1 o'clock. Yeah, C.J. Stroud might be MVP for real. Um, <laughs> MVP. I got him beating the Bengals. The Texans are going to slowly get better and better. They're getting like two players back. I'm happy I was able to pick up Tank Dell. He's helping my team. Um, they're getting that cornerback, the first-rounder Stingy back next week, this Ooh. upcoming week. And I think they get one of their tackles back. So they're only getting healthier. And they found their stride. C.J. Stroud is the real deal, which is surprising because I hate all Ohio State quarterbacks, but he's panned out. Yeah, he's been good. I think this will be a good test for them. Um, see what he can do against that Bengals defense and Coach Lou. Shout out to him. Good defensive coordinator. Probably one of the best in the league right now. Just because of out of respect, I'm going to talk about this game. I normally wouldn't, but for Josh Dobbs, we got the Saints at Minnesota. I have to ride with Josh Dobbs for the rest of the season. Yeah. They Any better beat the fuck game. out of them. I'm putting a crazy bet in on Josh's behalf. Dude, I was uh I was like sitting on my couch and I saw Schefter tweet. Whoever they I think they had like a rookie or something, the Vikings did in the game, and he was out with a concussion. Just immediately live bet Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson's overs for receiving yards. I was like, I know my boy Josh Dobbs. I think they were they were both at like 35 or like mid-30s. I was like, Josh Dobbs will take care of this, no problem. Easy win. Yeah, you dog. Okay. Uh 49ers off of the bye. They will be at Jacksonville. That's gonna be a good game. Uh we can see if the 49ers can bounce back because I think they're on a three-game losing streak before the bye. Yeah. Is Purdy back? Purdy is back. Uh, McCaffrey's definitely good to go. Yeah, I got McCaffrey for three touchdowns. I need him for three touchdowns. So that's what I'm putting in. McCaffrey for three. I love you just speaking it into existence. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I'm assuming they'll win, but if they don't, like that's four losses in a row for San Fran. Do you bench Purdy? Do you bring in Darnold? Like, well, I don't. Some Hell people man. are gonna be asking. I like Darnold, but we can never bench Purdy. I don't know man he hasn't been great the last couple of weeks he hasn't been great but he hasn't been terrible and one of those McCaffrey was out and I think Debo was out they had Trent Williams out so they, it was a shaky team but they did the right thing they added some muscle to that defense to shut down offenses a little better yeah I'll be interested to see how uh Chase Young does out there I mean both are back again like it's fucking I think they were at Ohio State together weren't they uh yeah that's insane Great game at the uh, last one of the one o'clock. Cleveland at Baltimore. I want to see, like we talked about, if the Ravens' offense is legit and if their defense isn't just shutting out people, unless they do again, what Lamar can do. Because he hasn't really had to be tested like overall. Deshaun hasn't had one of those Houston Texans handy massage type games. <laughs> I'm expecting... The old Deshaun to get right this week. 
Lamar, him, come on. He, he got to get back into his old bag and show the NFL. He is still him. Yup. I'll book the massage right now if I got to. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be – I'm hoping that game is competitive because I feel like that could be a good split screen like San Fran, Jacksonville, Cleveland, Baltimore. Maybe Houston, yeah. Cincinnati. Maybe we get four of them going, put Josh Dobbs in one of the corners. Who knows? 405, Atlanta at Arizona. Are you guys going to beat the Cardinals? We should beat the Brakes off the Cardinals. Will we? That I do not know. Dude, the Cardinals are 1-8. and eight. If you guys don't beat the Cardinals, Arthur Smith has to. I think if, if you guys lose to the Cardinals, Arthur Smith should be fired. I agree. I think people found out this week that his dad owns FedEx and, like, He's like rich as fuck, and I was like, "You guys didn't know this already?" Yeah, but I thought this was like known. <laughs> yeah, I think it like resurfaced for people who just didn't know about Arthur Smith, and they just thought about this weird guy with a mustache who's wasting Bijan Robinson and Kyle Pitts' careers. But literally, <laughs> fucking bomb. I don't know how I feel about this game. I would have liked it more Detroit at the Chargers, but the Chargers have just not been good. Like, they're just a weird team. Like, I think Justin Herbert put up, like, 150 yard. Now, again, shout out to the Jets' defense. They're actually good, and who knows what they would be if Rodgers was healthy. But, yeah, Chargers leave a lot to be desired as far as football goes. Yeah, that should be a good one. Um, I'm, I'm riding with the Lions. I think so, too. I mean, I, I like what Dan Campbell's doing out there. Again, they're sneaky good, and they have an easy record. Like, they could low-key – went out and like be the one seed in the NFC, which is something you would not have said at the beginning of this year. Oh yeah, no, that's like actually crazy. Yeah, their schedule is Chargers, uh home at the Bears, home Packers, at the Saints, at the Bears, um, home of Broncos, at Vikings, at Cowboys, Vikings. Like that's an easy schedule. So I think they have the easiest schedule in the for the rest of the season. Yeah, that no, that does actually sound real easy. Yeah. I don't really care about this game. I mean, the commanders are like feisty. They're at Seattle. I don't know what to make of Geno Smith right now. People are trying calling for his job. I don't know. Like, I haven't been watching them as of late, but I mean, it's a five and three team. Like, I don't think True Lock is any better of a quarterback. Yeah, no, you definitely keep Geno in there. Also, um, I I like Sam Howell, so I got it. That game, I'm kind of tapped into. Sam Howell's been. I mean, again. Commanders are four and five, like nothing crazy. I think I still think Ron Rivera gets fired, and then you just promote Bian- like Eric Bianami at the end of the season if that's what happens. But yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised. Like Sam Howell, I mean, he played great against us, so like I, I can't really badmouth the dude. No, that's true. Um, Jets at Vegas for the eight twenty game on Sunday night. I don't really care, but it does just every time you see the Jets defense and they're holding teams to like under 20 points you just really have to wonder if they had a competent quarterback back there and if Rodgers does come back and they can stay in the hunt what that team could do if they could somehow make the playoffs what are they right now they're four and four. Oh, that if Rodgers comes back they're set brother i mean their holding team is like i mean they gave up 30 to the cowboys 23 to the chiefs Beat the Broncos, like they're holding teams on like under twenty. Like that's all you can really ask for a defense, honestly. Especially with fucking Zach Wilson probably throwing the ball away ten times out of ten times. Oh, absolutely, fucking Zach. <laughs> Last game on the schedule: Denver at Buffalo. I don't really care about that game, but I am just 
wanting to see Buffalo like kind of get right and like get that offense going again. They do need to do that, and also I do not care about that game either. Um, yeah, no. those Broncos are washed, man. Yeah, Eagles are on by, so I can probably actually relax this weekend for once, which will be nice. I don't have to worry or stress about anything. Yep. Uh, any final thoughts for wrap it up? Really, just my fantasy team is on a two-game win streak. <laughs> Had a very bad start. Smoked everybody in the league week one. Week two put up huge numbers. Lost like three straight by less than four points, two by less than a point. That tells you what I was having. Then I lost my two running backs to injury, McCaffrey and David Montgomery. And then I got right the week before. Last week, half my team on a bye week, I got right again against a bum. Um, I'm (laughs) now at the point where everybody is back in healthy. If Sam Howell can, can just give me 15 at quarterback weekly, the duo of running backs I have with the duo of receivers I have, y'all are toast. Hey, I got CJ Stroud if you want to talk uh, trades. Do you actually have CJ Stroud? Yeah. Who's your actual quarterback then? Hurts. Uh, Let me see what I can do. I might cook up something when I get done with this. Yeah, we can see. We'll see what we're doing for McCaffrey. That'll never happen. <laughs> let's, get a, let's get a grip. <laughs> you might get Brian Robinson. Oh, I don't know if I need that. I might honestly fucking need Montgomery when he comes back because I know Jameer yeah. Gibbs isn't going to fucking do anything for me then. No, nah, Montgomery is back for that. I would need uh, <laughs> Stroud and Swift and probably Hurts. Oh, God. All right. We're going to wrap this thing up. Thank you guys for listening. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Porch Talk, No A. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review on Spotify. Share the podcast with a friend. Really appreciate you for listening back next week. Peace.